My biggest fear would be when the first comes and I don't get the rent. I found that my tenant had dumped concrete down my toilet. Can you believe Fair Housing fined me $5,000 for that? How do you onboard your tenants? What do you do? I don't even know if I do it right. If you're a landlord, don't just rent, rent perfect. The Rent Perfect Podcast with property expert and private investigator, David Pickron. Hello and welcome to the Rent Perfect Podcast today. Grateful to have Heather Johnson, a usual guest with us. Heather, how are you doing? I'm awesome. Good to be back. I mean, today's podcast is really going to be all about you as a new investor. And I'm really excited to kind of go through your little journey here. Because last year, if you looked at a podcast we had, we challenged you to become a landlord. Right. And I am. I'm a landlord. Woo-hoo. And you I'm now excited. you're a landlord and we did it. We made a goal. Uh, you've been helping so many people for so long. So we're going to kind of go through a little bit of beginning of your journey today for you ne- new landlords out there. Because, you know, I remember my f- my son first got his driver's license. Okay. And I handed him the keys and I said, hey, let's go to your favorite like sub place, like get a like sub sandwich. Right. And we were in the driveway, and I give him the keys, and I'm a little scared, first of all, right? He's had his permit, and I've ridden in the passenger seat before, right? But now I'm kind of like, okay, here we go. And he kind of backs out of the driveway, and he looks at me, and he says, which way do I go? I'm like, which way do you go? We're going to this up place, right? Well, yeah, but how do we, how do we get there? We had been to that place a hundred times as a kid. In the back seat, on his phone, looking out the window. But when it came time for him being the one responsible for getting the car to the restaurant, he couldn't do it. He still needed help, right? Yeah, he didn't have that confidence, now, I guess. <laughs> I say that, Heather, because you have been helping landlords for a very, very, very long time. And it seems like it's easy on our side to coach and to help people. Is it any different now that you're on your side? Well, I definitely have a new perspective. I mean, I know the ins and outs of most of it, but there's certain parts of the process where, where I did need a little help from you. I had some questions, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, with showing the property in particular, and, and we had some good strategies for that. Um, so See, it, it was a it was a little, you know, dipping my right. toe and then jumping in. Right. Um, so a little bit of that, but I so, got there. I'm getting there. So I think the difference is, is you have to deal with the consequences now. So as we give out and we talk to clients and we talk to people, we really don't have to deal with the consequences of their decisions. They do. Yeah. Well, it's easy to say, hey, treat this like a business. Right. Do this, this, and this. And right. then when you're in their shoes, you, you, you can see it from their perspective a little bit more. And you're like, oh, you know. I mean, so, so I'm excited because you've been a staple here for 10 plus years, just doing great things. But in a way, I've seen you grow in the last year because there's one thing to talk about the process and then there's another thing to do. And I think absolutely. that's why, you know, Rent Perfect is so successful because we have been built by me, a landlord who goes through this every day. I'm not a software company mm-hmm. talking to people. You know, I know what it feels like to want to waive something for someone you like, you know, want to want to change your criteria, want to make exceptions. Um, I, I know what that's all like. And and it's not easy to do. It's easy to say. And sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. your heart gets the best of you. And so we uh, we coach in a way that says, hey, listen, let's keep you out of trouble and let's 
you know, sometimes it's nice to say, I want to do this, but someone told me not to. So let me just blame it on them and say, I'm not going to change the direction I'm going into. So tell us about your home deal as a refresher real quick about how you became a landlord. Okay, so my husband and I uh, decided to build a new home. So we, you know, once we moved into our new home, now we're going to be renting our old home. So we have our new home and our rental. So we've just been getting that rental ready. We've listed that and we've had some showings and some applications. So we already have, you know, I'm handling it, but I already have more confidence after dealing with just a few people. Um, right. But And I've also learned that there's just different strategies depending on how the market is. No, absolutely. So, so let's go back before you marketed it. What did you do before you even talk to a person about moving into it? What did, what, how did you prepare for that? Well, we just want to make sure the house is in good shape, made our to-do list of what we need to do. You know, we want to hand the property over in, you know, great condition. That's just the strategy that we have. We expect them to take care of the property, so we're going to give that, that property to them in, in good condition. So getting that work done, um, and then... More importantly, we've worked on our rental criteria. So what are we looking for in the person that we're applying or approving? Excuse me. Um, Getting our application ready. What questions are we going to have on our application? Um, The lease. So rental criteria, application, and lease are things we've been focusing on. So I want to make sure that you did that all before you went out to find your new business partner. You took care of that. Some people will go and they'll they'll want to put the the property on the market so quickly they really don't even know who they're looking for. Right. You know what kind of person that they want. Uh, what is there? You have a good application. So there are things to do even before you find the tenant or what we call your next business partner. Yeah. That's how right? we did it. And some people are like, "Oh no, you should get it on the market now." We're like, "No, we're we're not quite ready. We right. need to get these things done. These are really important so that we have our rental criteria ready, so we can give that to the people that are going to be applying." And you know, the Rent Perfect system sends that automatically to them, but we had to get that. So done. you have a three bedroom, two bath. We have a three bedroom, two. How bath. did you decide what criteria you wanted to to do? Um, so just based on like the neighborhood, the rent amount is a little bit higher right now, okay. and just the type of risk that we were willing to okay. take. So we're you know we're newer landlords. We're not. We don't want a lot of risk right now. Everyone you rent to is going to be a risk, but we wanted, we're just a little more strict with our criteria because we have a lot going on in our lives right now. It's our first one, so we want to get someone really well qualified. Yeah, because if someone doesn't pay you your rent, you're 100% not paid. If you had like five units, you could say, okay, I'm paying paid four out of my five. And right. You know, They're paying but, our mortgage. But <laughs> that you are 100% so. if these guys don't pay rent, foot in the bill. Right. Okay, so so your risk, you said, hey, we're not willing to take a lot of risks. So your criteria ended up being fairly high for your neighborhood. Yeah, fairly high. I mean, it could be higher, but I think we're being fair. Um, But right, you know. Okay, perfect. I love it. Um, And you're right. You learn a lot about market, don't you? Yeah. You market totally different, and you know, right now it is a landlord's market. We have total control. Um, but that's not always the case or in other parts of the country that might not be the case and you do it a little bit, a little bit different, uh, being that, um, it's our market landlord's market. How does that change the way you've marketed it on say Zillow? Uh, so in Arizona here, we have, 
you know, 30 people a day interested in this property some days. Okay. So, and we're really busy. We're getting settled with our other house. We're, you know, we're working, doing other things. So we don't have a lot of time to deal with too many people at once. So we have a code phrase in our listing to help us sort through and kind of, uh, you know, get someone that we know read the listing is actually interested to help us get, you know, less interest per day because we don't have time to go show the property to, right. to you know, that right. many people in one day. So Zillow has become the new um, Craigslist, meaning that they, you're getting so many people apply with you that it's just overwhelming. Right. Um, you know, in certain markets, and in our market we are, and when we use the phrase word or the phrase sentence or, or I'm sorry, the code phrase. Is that what you called it? I called it a code phrase, like a code word. Like, okay. hey, we're not going to respond to you unless you say this. Okay, so tell me about that. Um, so we require 12 months bank statements right now for the okay. current market, just with the mor moratorium going on and, you know, right. the current And that might be a hang-up for some people. Right, so then maybe they're not... Right, they so, can, they can move on so as you make that your code <laughs> phrase, if it's a hang-up for you... Don't even apply then. Right. So you're going to get people that are, can even get through that part of your onboarding process. Right. So that's kind of how we're filtering through some of those. We're still getting interest. Um, okay. But we just use that code phrase to say, hey, uh, we won't respond unless you send a message that says, hey, I know I have to provide my 12 months bake statements. Um, and in the last week, how many um, responses have you gotten um, versus how many that have given you the code word? I mean, it's still uh, still quite a bit. At first, we were a little nervous. We're like, but we needed to be patient. That's what we're doing right now. We want to get the uh, right qualified person in there, so we're willing to wait a little bit longer. But, I mean, I would say maybe one code word for every 10, maybe. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. Okay. And that tells you as a landlord that they're reading your entire um, To me, it does. Ad, and that they would like your property, and they can see themselves into your property, just not any property. Right. Okay. So, I mean, when just with how our market here is in Arizona, some people are just going through and they're clicking apply, 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 and it kind of shows, you know. Yeah. And so, so that's you pay we're you pay Zillow thirty dollars as an applicant. You can apply to as many places as you want in the next thirty days. So there are some people out there who have the mindset, I want any home. So they're going to hit apply, 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 until they find somebody that can put that roof over the head for them. Mm -hmm. We're not looking for that person, right? Right. And we're just looking for less work right now because, like I said, we're busy. We're getting settled right. in our new house. We're working. We have a lot going on. So I don't want to take the time to respond to all these people. And, you know, a lot of them might not even respond to me because they've moved on to another property. Right. So it's kind of... It's true. They, they've applied at 15, 20 different properties and they're having 15, 20 different landlords getting back to them. Right. What I mean, that's just causing you a waste of time. Yeah. Um, hey, there's a setting in Zillow that says accept online applications or not. Which, which, which way did you decide to go? Oh, I don't use Zillow's online application. Okay. So when I created my listing, I did not check the box to accept applications. So, And I have in my listing, we do not use Zillow applications. Once you view the property, you can request an invite to our application and screening process. And, of course, I use rentperfect.com. Right. Um, but I make that known. So when people do request a Zillow application, it kind of makes me know they're really not reading the listings. So. Well, whether you use rentperfect or don't use rentperfect, the, the fact is, is when you open somebody's application and when you click that, you no longer get 
I want to view your property. You get, I want to apply at your property. And all of a sudden you can start seeing personal information that you do not want to see from someone that's not applying. But guess what? They are applying at that point. So if you look at enough personal information and they start thinking that they're applying, Mm -hmm. then you need to give an adverse action letter when you decide to say no. Right. So that's more work. Yeah, it's more work. And so I would rather deal with just one person applying at a time. I can have a lot of interest. I can show the property a ton of times. Right? I can send out multiple invites to apply, but once someone applies, HUD wants us to allow them to go through the whole thing before we start you know, approving five and six people and then denying and, mm-hmm. and, and getting all these applications in front of us. We don't want to do it that way anymore. There's right. too much uh, liability Yeah, out and it's there. unfair. So you know, we just tell people, hey, we have a lot of interest. People are applying, but we'll process one application at a time. So we're being patient. We've only had it on the market, you know, not even a week. So, okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, before you posted it at Zillow, you went and talked to your neighbors and you let them know that you were moving. I did. Why? Uh, well, uh, one, they were out front, <laughs> just being <laughs> honest. It was convenient. <laughs> um, no, but second, we just wanted to introduce ourselves. They were actually moving in. Um, and I was a little disappointed when my, my neighbor that I was kind of buddies with, she let me know she was selling the home. And I was like, oh, no. Cause so we you're both buddies. moving at the same time. Yeah. So I was like, I lost my buddy. So I was happy to see that they were moving in. It was good timing. So I just we introduced ourselves. And I said, hey, actually, you know, I'm, I, we don't live here right now. We're going to be renting this home. Yeah, and then they're like, and oh, they're like shoot. Face. I'm, I'm going like, to have okay. renters for neighbors. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, don't worry. We're going to, you know, we have a good application and screening process. And immediately they were just, you know, hey, yeah, we'll help you keep an eye on the property. Just make sure, you know, they're taking care of it. Either just being nice. Right. Um, And then on top of that, we went inside and we're kind of doing, working our way down some of our to-do list. And they came and knocked on the door and they had someone that wanted to apply. So. Right. A little referral right there. So that was nice too. Okay. And so the neighbor wanted a friend or a family member, someone to move in next door and. Right. Gave it was that. someone that someone they knew and we let them know, oh, yeah, they can definitely apply. No promises. Right. You know? <laughs> and, and they applied and had some challenges. They did. Right. And um, you caught them in a few situations and uh, they didn't they weren't approved. Correct. Yeah, they, and, and it was unfortunate. I didn't I don't want to decline anyone, but it's really in their best interest and mine. So when someone applies, if if they're not a if they're not qualified and they move in there, that's going to be miserable for them too. No right. one likes, you know, scrambling to try and find the rent. I don't want to have to nag you for the rent. So it, it was unfortunate, but it was also fortunate that the screening process helped us determine that they weren't a good fit at this time. Okay. On that particular um, applicant, did you call the prior landlord? I did call the prior landlord. And what did the prior landlord tell you? The Well, the prior landlord first gave this recommendation letter. Oh, they're great. Never been late. No problems. And so we give him a call, said the same thing. Uh, but in my own due diligence, I did discover that there were a few missing rent payments. So he wasn't okay. exactly honest. So, <laughs> So you had a landlord that wasn't honest with you. How did you catch the landlord that wasn't honest with you? What did you require? I require the bank statements. Okay. So the 12 months worth of bank statements, which a lot of landlords say, whoa, whoa, that's asking too much. What happened when you started circling rent on the bank statements? There, well, one, I noticed they were paying kind of late in the month sometimes. 
I hadn't seen their lease, so I didn't know their agreement with the landlord. That was the right. first thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed was there was some months that hadn't been paid at all. So, um, you know, I won't get too much into details. I think there was some other ve uh, venues they had paid through, but they weren't able to prove everything, you know, in time that I needed it. Right. Um, so it's just everything wasn't adding up. So I was grateful that I had that paperwork before me rather than just going off someone's word. Right. And I know you're on a podcast here and we don't want, you know, people to be offended if they listen to this that dealt with you at all. We just we're just teaching landlords that listen, these bank statements nowadays with this eviction moratorium with landlords who are just wanting to get rid of people in their houses, just get them out whether they want to sell it, whether they haven't paid rent, whatever the reason. Unfortunately, we cannot trust current landlords right now. And I wish it, they're my people. I wish I could say, yeah, we've all banded together and we're all being honest. But the reality is there are a lot of landlords that are hurt so bad, they're willing just to say, just get this tenant out of my property so I can move forward. So right. I kind of understand where they're coming from. But I'm telling you right now, Heather, the best thing you did was require those bank statements. That tells you money going out of the bank and it shows you income coming into the bank. Yep. So I, right? could, see, I could see all the deposits. That was great. And they didn't want to give you bank statements at first. They thought, oh, it's too cumbersome, well, too, right? Well, they gave me some screenshots, but once I looked at those screenshots, those were also missing the payments. So these were good people. I don't think they truly understood, like, you know, what was going on. Right. Maybe they were, but I'm just trying not to, you know. No, but the fact is, is you noticed that there were missing payments. And, there were missing and payments. And the landlord was willing to write a letter just to say, get out of here. Yeah. And, and you... you you realize that if another hardship comes along in that family's life, you look at how they handled the last hardship and maybe how they're going to handle the next hardship. And you have to decide, do I want to be in the middle of that or not? Right. It's a little callous, but we're talking about your first rental. We're talking about a $400,000 asset. Right. Don't you have the right to make sure you do everything to make sure you get your mortgage? And I think you do. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately at this time, like, we're just not in a position where we could help them. We would then be the ones not paying our mortgage at that point. I mean, right. we have a little cushion because, you know, you got to be responsible that way. But in this particular situation, too, I would add the rent was a lot more than their previous rent. That played a big part of it. I know a lot of people fell into some hard times with COVID, lost jobs. Um, it was almost double. It was almost double. That was a big part. So of you're that. looking at rental history on half of the rent, that they and you're thinking I'm going bit. into next or this year with double the rent. And if you bank statements couldn't show me you've paid that, what makes me think you could pay double? I mean, those are just things you're thinking about, right? Awesome. So they were kind of in my conditional range, which just means, um, you know, if you're not familiar with rental criteria. The conditional range is just when maybe the credit gets a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. um, still, you know, Not average. a complete approval, not a complete denial, right. just so, kind of a... So uh, those things play an important role. I mean, how much is the rent? How much is the income? Right. And missed rental payments. And for our particular strategy and situation right now, it was just a little bit too much risk to take on, and we weren't willing to take that. Well, Heather, I appreciate you being here today. You know, it's one thing to have a bunch of different podcasts and we do a lot of trainings and a lot of Zooms and we talk about all these different things that we suggest, but to have one podcast where say, okay, Heather's new and Heather's gone through the system that we teach and it actually helped her, you know, 
where she could make good decisions on finding renters or saying no to certain renters. Now, you're showing your property tomorrow. We're in the middle of this still. We're going to do a two-part series on this, right? right it's just yeah. too much to talk about the whole process. So I just wanted to take it up till today, and we'll continue this podcast in a couple of weeks. But you're meeting with someone tomorrow. Did they give you the code word? They gave the code word. Okay. And so far, it's looking pretty pretty yeah, good, so right? Yeah, so far, it's looking pretty good. I mean, they're going to come see the property. We'll see if they want it. Right. So we're just being patient right now. Um, so what will you do tomorrow in the showing? How will you show it? Well, we usually just, we meet them at the property, kind of introductions. Then we just let them go look at the property, like right. give them some... There's no reason to be over their shoulder. I don't need to give them a tour. This is a closet. Yeah, this really. Okay. I mean, it's, I love the house, but it's right. not that special. There's no trapdoors or secret. Right. <laughs> just go check it out, right. and then they'll just come back down. We just ask them, "Oh, hey, I've already kind of had this conversation with this person a little bit. Oh, why are you moving? Where are you moving right. from? Just kind of small talk. Right. See if they have any questions. Will um, you give them the criteria? Um. So some of the criteria, like the bigger pieces, they've are in the listing, I guess, like through right. income right. requirements, things like that. And then if they're interested, I'll send them an invite to our online application and screening process. And it has. And that will have the criteria. Criteria there. Awesome. So that's how we've been handling it. Okay. Um, well, let me know how that goes. That should uh, yeah. be great. And this time next month, you'll have uh, a big fat monthly check in your hand to pay that mortgage and take a little bit off the top. And Yeah, we're... You know? We're not stressing do with it. right now. I mean, it would be great to rent it by the first, but if we need to wait a little bit longer to get, you know, the right person in there or the, you know, qualified person in there, we're more right. than willing to do that. Absolutely. So. Don't be afraid of an empty rental because all you're going to do is put the wrong person in there and then in a month or two, you're going to be in the exact same position. Yeah. If you need to wait a month or two to find the right person, I know in your head it says I'm losing money. But trust me, in the long run, it, it will work out in your favor. We appreciate you being here today, Heather. We appreciate you. Go ahead and Thanks subscribe below and follow our podcast as we're bringing you, you know, just different tidbits today. It was kind of fun, kind of just talking about a deal and how you do a deal. Yeah. Heather, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And have a great day. And until next time, continue to rent perfect. Mm -hmm.